0: can buy me love, love, can buy me love. I'll buy you
1: a diamond ring, my friend, if it makes you feel all right. I'll get you anything, my friend, if it makes you feel all right.
0: It is week number five for Chat with Cat and Pat. And it's Katrina Pateri, Patrick Gilroy here with you guys. Once again, we apologize. We're a few days late. We just got back from a fabulous vacation in the Bahamas, uh, where we've been now for two consecutive years. I think it was a much-needed, much-deserved vacation this time around. Uh, We'll talk about vacation. We'll talk about how we afford these vacations. As you guys have known, uh, over the last five weeks, we've talked about the divorces, how much money goes out the door. And without the miracle that is Katrina Pateri, none of these things would happen. People look at us, they say, look, we know the, their story, we know they've been divorced, we know they're they're the primary breadwinners, and we, we know how much money leaves this house. How the hell do they have two luxury vehicles, go on vacation multiple times a year, dress the way they do, and, and live in that town? And, and we're gonna talk about all of that today because I promise you this, None of it goes on a credit card. None of it accrues interest. None of it is long-term debt. And without Katrina, I would be bankrupt. So it is week number five with Chat with Cat and Pat. Katrina Pateri is here. We're going to talk about all of this and more as we discuss vacation and how we afford it. Katrina, we're back from vacation. People that listened last week, I think they could tell you desperately needed that vacation. Are you feeling any more rested, uh, more like yourself, or are you like me? The moment you get home, it's sort of like the memory's a nice, a nice the vacation's a nice memory, but it, it doesn't stick with you. It, it, it like we're both exhausted. We've been home for twenty four hours.
1: I know the fridge is stocked, the laundry is done. I mopped the floors, ready to go back to work tomorrow. Like we haven't skipped a
0: beat. It haven't Get the moment you get home, it's like okay, the th- the things that need to get done get done. Uh, And vacation is necessary for that reason. It allows you five, six, seven days to finally force yourself to step away. And one of the things that you and I had in common when we first met was not only a desire and a love of travel, but a desire and a love of having something to look forward to. We've always got the next thing on the calendar so we can convince ourselves when it gets dark around here, and it does sometimes, don't worry, just make it another two months, make it another three months, uh, and you'll do little things like, buy me a bathing suit four months ahead of a vacation and say, I bought this for vacation, just so we can talk about it, just so <laughs> we can remember that there's something on the calendar that that is upcoming for us to look forward to. But I think that's a super important part of what makes a relationship work, when you have that in common. But the other thing that we have in common, I think, especially now, since you've been the primary influence in my life for the last four years, is we don't want to stress over how we're going to pay for that vacation. And we certainly don't want to stress over a a huge credit card bill when we get back from vacation.
1: Well, I think one of the things that most couples argue over is finances and money and oftentimes in a couple there's one that really likes to spend there's one that likes to be conservative and it's like a pissing war over which one wins on which month and I love that you and I are united front on like you're supposed to have house debt you're supposed to have a car payment debt but that's a debt that you have and anything else you do needs to be within your means so god forbid should something happen
0: Hey. In fairness, though, that wasn't always me. It, it took a few years of your training to help reel me in.
1: Well, I'm guessing that was the way that your dad was. It was. So it wasn't something that was unusual. You're just like, shit, yeah. somebody else is saying the same thing. It must be
0: true. Well, my dad was like that. But as you grow up and, and leave the nest, so to speak, my dad could no longer hold me accountable. Um, And the ex-wife certainly had no interest in holding me accountable. I liked that. You held me accountable long enough for those things that you wanted me to do to become habitual. Because after you do something uh, for six months, nine months, 12 months, it no longer becomes a project. It's not a pain in the ass.
1: It's not a sacrifice. It's just like, oh, and then when we do get a, oh, here's a $1,000 bill or, oh, we have X, Y, and Z going on, we don't have to stress about it because there's a way for us to figure it
0: out. There's always a plan. And I think that's the thing that people need to hear is that there's a way to make your money stretch, to do the things that we're able to do. Now, one thing that we have to get straight right from the jump is that we've talked about this before, and I think it'll be a a continuing trend for as long as we do this podcast, is that we are not house poor. We don't have a lot of house debt. We've got house debt. We owe over $200,000 on our house. So that certainly qualifies as house debt. And our incomes, despite what goes out the door, we could certainly upgrade this house, stay within, uh, you know, the four walls of Wyndham where we live right now, and upgrade to a McMansion to be like everybody else. But instead, we've chosen to stay in our our split-level ranch, uh, you know, 2,000 square feet. It's whatever. It's it's nothing special. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's a nice house, but if it was in a different town, it would be a great house. Mm-hmm. But comparatively. When everybody's so interested in keeping up with the Joneses and being like everybody else and they feel insecure about themselves because of the car they drive or the house that they live in, uh, people often make rash, irresponsible decisions so they can say, look at me too. And we're both very much on the same page where, no, the house we live in is great. It fits us. It fits the kids. We've got our issues with it. But it's not our forever home. And for us to achieve the goals that we want to achieve long-term and live the life that we want to live short-term, we can't go outside our means to say, look at me too.
1: Correct. And, you know, I'd love a pantry. I'd love a different refrigerator previous episode, So I'd love a kitchen island. But we're still going to have four bedrooms, three bathrooms, acre land, two-car garage. Paint might be chipping on our garage, but, you know, we got it. And I think, again, to your point of something to look forward to, not only do we look forward to vacations, but we look forward to what the first house will be for us to choose to live in together. Um, but we've got the good school system for Connor. We got the convenience of easily commuting for work, and, you know, those two things can't can't be looked at differently.
0: No, we're both in a, a relatively close proximity to where the other kids live most of their lives. So your son lives 10 miles in one direction. My daughter lives 10 miles in the other direction. So it's a good centralized location for this period in our lives.
1: Right. Your mom's 15 miles away. My dad's seven miles away.
0: Like It's good for now. But that doesn't mean that we haven't already started to put wheels in motion for what comes next. And if that's you know, looking at brochures, looking at neighborhoods, we've narrowed down, I'd say, a 25-square-mile area of where we're going to go next. And last time we were there, we looked at different, town, how, like, different areas, different uh, residential neighborhoods, and we'll continue doing that because we're already putting ourselves in a position. So four or five years from now, if we want to pull the trigger, we can. Everything we're doing today is to make sure that that mutual goal is accomplished tomorrow.
1: Right. And like, if for anyone who's looking to retire or relocate to a different area, I highly recommend visiting a couple weekends a year, different areas, going through neighborhoods, going to the restaurants, whether the shops that you like to do and kind of testing it out to make sure that that can fulfill your lifestyle. I mean, there's plenty of people that we know that have moved or changed or adjusted and then they're like, oh, they've got that house regret or they've got that big move regret and then you see them move again in another year or two and then they took a loss because it's worth it to take a loss because
0: they're miserable it's where
1: they are, or they just spent a significant amount of money on a house and they don't love the house, but they love their last house. And so now they're in a bit of a pickle. I mean, we hear that a lot. So I I feel like the long term planning goal and then figuring out these cost effective little mini vacations to test it out is fun.
0: So that's there's two different things going on here. And that's sort of the point. We've got our longer term goal, which is to put ourselves in a position where when the youngest is done with high school in five years, we can finally pick up, go choose a house that that we select together and make it our home. Uh, and have the financial ability to do it and the legal ability to do it and that's about five years away. but we've already put wheels in motion to make sure that that goal becomes accomplished. But short term, we don't want to wait five years to live the lifestyle that we would like to live. Now sure, would we like to have more money in the bank and more cash in our pocket today? Absolutely. Um, but again, wheels are in motion to make sure that that shorter term goal is accomplished. But we also, want to live well and despite the fact that we pay through the nose for other people to live their lives it, it that's irrelevant we are legally obligated to pay what we pay so we could either sit here and bitch and cry and moan about it or we could come up with a plan and and stick by it to live the way that we live now realistically let's look back at the last 24 months how many times do you think you and I got on a plane to go to a destination and enjoy ourselves
1: Probably at least a dozen times.
0: At least, at least a dozen times. Yeah, and of those dozen times, how many times do we pay uh, more than a hundred dollars for airfare combined?
1: We never have.
0: We never have. Okay, so th- th- that's an unbelievable. Think about the savings right there. Airline tickets alone, depending on you know the airline that you choose, uh, where your destination is, they can cost anywhere between you know four hundred dollars one way to a thousand dollars one way.
1: Well, it's also, like, the dates, the days that you're traveling to. So, like, you know, you should travel and fly in, like, a Tuesday or Wednesday. You should come home again on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. You you see that the prices are more expensive on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that it, it might be cheaper, significantly cheaper to fly out on a Wednesday, Thursday, pay for an extra hotel night stay because that's also cheaper to have an extra day away than to just make it a quick Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
0: And, and for those parents that may be listening say yeah that sounds great to me but we don't have the luxury to do that because my kids young and they're in school I'm sorry that's bullshit you can let's be let's be honest we were all in grade school middle school and high school once upon a time and every one of you knows that the Friday before you leave for February or April vacation nothing's getting done nothing is getting done the teachers are checked out the kids are even more checked out and the first Monday that everybody's back again Teachers don't want to be there. The kids don't want to be there. They're easing themselves back into the schedule. So if you want to fly away on a Thursday and pull your kid out of school at noontime to get on a 3 o'clock flight, do it. And, and if you want them to miss that Monday so you can fly back on a Monday night and save yourselves 500 bucks, do it. They're not missing much at all. I, I was a former teacher, I promise you. They're not missing much at all if they miss that Friday and or the first Monday back at school.
1: And hint, hint, tip, tip, there's Wi-Fi included on every flight. And when I used to do that with my son, he'd do his homework while we were flying there. And any missed work we did on the way back, which is a great time when you're locked into an airplane for a couple hours,
0: just to get it done. You and your son are both overachievers, okay? I'm, I'm talking to the everyman man's Most efficiency,
1: okay. okay, of time. You, you have a layover? Like, sit there. Just sit on the ground. Get comfortable at the airport and get your homework done
0: get it done but you know the point is we just got back from the Bahamas it's our second time in two years going to that destination uh and going to Atlantis it's a beautiful resort most people know it um and again people hear us bitch moan and groan about how much money goes out the door and then I'm sure they roll their eyes at oh Patrick and Katrina are back on a plane going to a destination again And I don't blame people for potentially feeling that way because the reality is-
1: That's the perception.
0: It is. So uh, you try to sort of explain it to people in the moment, but I don't think people fully understand it. I live with you. I love you. We're going to get married. Uh, You're awesome and you're everything to me. I'm not sure I fully understand the things that you do. Uh, I often say to you, if you think it's the right thing to do, honey- let's just do it. And it's worked for me. So if it's worked for me, it'll work for others. You know, when the best thing I ever did was move my, what's left of my direct deposit after alimony and child support, just to go to your account. My life has gotten exponentially better since doing that. Most of my debt that, I took into this relationship is now paid off. My credit score has gone up 150 points. Uh, It's sort of unbelievable the things that you are able to make happen with the same amount of money. I was struggling with you and you were struggling with me when I was in control of the same dollar amount, trying to figure out how we would pay our bills every month. You have taken the same dollar amount and not only paid our bills, paid down my debt, put money away. Like you've done magic but you've done it because you maximize the tools that are available to you. And I think that people need to understand that this is not easy and this, uh, it, it does take time, but once you do it the way that you do it, and once you see the results and it becomes habitual, I don't think it's hard work for you anymore. I almost think it's, it's just, you know, par for the course. It's the norm for you to stretch things the way that you do. But, despite the fact that we both earn airline miles and you know, can take advantage of that, how are you able to put us in a position to, we just got back from the Bahamas and then in seven weeks we're getting on a plane again with the youngest, so there'll be another person there to go to Myrtle Beach. That's two vacations in three months to nice destinations. How the hell are you able to take the money that we have, make sure that the X's are paid on time and in full, Make sure that the kids have everything that they that they need. You can still rock your Lululemon and your air, whatever they're called, cloud sneakers, you know, and get your hair done when you need to get your hair done and get your manicures and I get my haircuts and we, we look good, we dress good, we have Lexuses and we keep going on vacation and we do not make that much money. We are not rich. How the hell do you make that happen?
1: Well, um, I pay certain bills on one credit card. You have a credit card that you use. I have a credit card that I use. And we don't pay any. The only bills we pay out of the checking account is the mortgage and the credit card bills. And I do that for a reason. So uh, when it comes to flying, to your point, we have picked two airlines that we support. Those two airlines for the most common destinations that we fly or the two airlines that our company would prefer that we book on when we do travel for work. One is Southwest and one is JetBlue. We have a credit card for each for Southwest. When we fly, um, if we put our uh, cable bill, internet bill, phone bill, and any select streaming. So we do Hulu for our cable TV to be able to watch our Celtics games and things of that nature. Every single month that those bills go on there, that's all that goes on the Southwest card. Unless I'm making a Southwest purchase, we get double points. And then throughout the year,
0: wait, wait. Double points is a nice thing to say, and they say it in the commercials, right. but, but what does that mean? What is uh,
1: okay? We're going to pay seventy dollars every single month, every single month for internet, just as an example. We're going to pay one hundred and twenty-five every single month for a State Farm car insurance. So whether that comes out of the checking account or we get nothing. Where we put it on the Southwest card and we earn double points for that. At the end of the year, by the time we paid off our utility bills on Southwest, we've earned a free flight somewhere.
0: So, and that's just by paying the bills we were going to pay anyways. Correct. Now, now let me play devil's advocate here because, uh, again, I don't think a lot of people understand this the way that they should. And a lot of people are ashamed to ask the questions because uh, we'll, we'll have another episode about this eventually. I firmly believe that high schools are failing our kids and it, it should be mandatory for juniors and seniors to take multiple classes on credit cards, credit, uh, managing debt, long-term uh, retirement savings, all the things. That, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I don't think that they do that. I think that's sort of calculated, but we'll get into that later. Isn't the the, the perception out there, isn't the reality, I'm sorry, that most credit cards are charging 25 30% interest, so you put those bills on there, uh, Katrina, aren't you paying more for your internet and cable and Hulu and everything else? You're you're getting double points, but aren't you paying through the nose because of interest? Uh, That's the key to this whole thing. So every tip that you are given here over the course of this podcast it's bullshit. It doesn't work. It it It's throw it away if you're unable to pay that bill at the end of the month. Because the moment you can't pay it, you have not just interest, you've got comp- compounding interest. Okay. And that is, it's a nightmare. It, it is the devil in your checking account. It, you're, there's no getting away from it. And a lot of times there's no getting out of it. So we do these things. We pay these bills on these credit cards because... These are the bills that 95% of people are going to have scheduled to come out of their checking account. Mm-hmm. And that's a smart thing to do. I'm not, I'm not knocking that. am not
1: wrong with that, but it's the same money. The same money that you're going to pay those bills, if you put them on a Southwest or JetBlue card, you could earn yourself a free flight by the end of the year.
0: And a oh,
1: free flight. Wait, there's, there's more.
0: Of course there is. So
1: while there's different times throughout the years or different holidays, they run different promotions. And so every quarter there's a different promotion.
0: Hey, roughly speaking, just just so people can put it in context as they listen to you. Roughly speaking, a one way ticket to from Boston to Florida, for example, roughly how many points?
1: if you time
0: Okay, so when you talk about when you talk about getting three thousand anniversary points, you're talking about twenty percent of what you need to get a one way ticket.
1: Right, and sometimes if you your plans ahead of time. Southwest 7,500 points. Point. Yep. Um, and and that's just like picking at the right time. So then they also do have promotions of when you can use points or they have the like low fare promos and you can go ahead and purchase. Um, they also have fun little perks with your Southwest card is when we do have to pay for a ticket. Um, if you don't do the want to get away, but you do the next ones up, that might only be twenty or thirty dollars with that net you in points. It's worth doing the math to see like what is the long. So if you pay the extra twenty bucks now, but it's going to earn you another two hundred and fifty bucks in rewards, right? Why would you not do that? Yeah. But then my favorite is is every Christmas they have some type of promotional thing saying if you do all gas, all grocery, you spend up to a thousand dollars, you get like ten thousand bonus points. Well, I'm going to easily spend a thousand dollars between gas and grocery shopping around the holiday season in thirty days. Like so, I'm just going to switch to use groceries and gas on the Southwest card during that promotional event, and that gets me a second ticket.
0: So uh, what you've just laid out essentially is enough points through the JetBlue Southwest programs that they have, without changing anything about what you do. Anyways, you're not buying anything additional, you're not going out of your way, but I'm you paying just paying
1: attention to my spam mail.
0: That's about it. But you yeah. just laid out how to essentially get two free tickets to a destination, so that for a couple that's one vacation's worth of flights a year and, and a lot of people and myself included up until the time that I met you that's the goal is to have one decent vacation a year right you and I are spoiled we've got one uh, advantage over a lot of people but a lot of people also have the ability to do this depending on your job um my job requires me to fly quite a bit your job requires you to fly quite a bit and we've got the advantage of being able to to keep those points personally. So that does help. But it always amazes me that there's never enough points based on what we get from flying. And you're like, don't worry about it. Uh, we've got this promotion coming up in six weeks and then this one in eight weeks. And by the time we've paid this, 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 and this, we're going to have more than enough points to book that trip. And then the, the next one that's coming up at eight months from there. Like it, it's- so, Well, that was, you're like, well, how are we going to pay? So- we have
1: the opportunity to go to sarasota again like what would we do and i was like well you're sitting on 25,000 southwest points i'm sitting on 15,000 southwest points we have three months of bills going through you have two more flights going on and i still have to book a flight to go to orlando in may which could either be southwest or jet blue cuz we're saving tickets for both and we'll be able to book them probably by like midsummer but then during midsummer They always have a summer sale or a summer promotion. And then that's the week when these points become a big deal and you go ahead and purchase them. And then if you feel, if you know that that's coming, like I do, you also need to pay attention to your email because they're going to send you like a sale for the weekend for like Memorial Day weekend, President's Day weekend, something like that, where you can spend $150 and buy like 50,000 points or And your points for, like, this three-day window on the weekend where it normally would have been 80 bucks and you only get 3,000 points, if you spend that 80 bucks, you're going to get 12,000 points. Um, And that goes a long way, too, to getting to the goal.
0: Now, most of the time, I think we've, in in the last four weeks, and we'll continue to advocate not so much having everything go into one pot and everything being mutual, but we, we sort of do that here. Uh, there is something to be said for financial independence away from your partner as well. So I, I don't want to advocate one way or the other.
1: Well, I mean, I can speak to that, too, because I wanted us to have separate expenses or I wanted to know what you spend, what I spend. Do you have are you the one in our couple here that has a spending issue? Am I the one or like what are some of those things? So like you 100 percent solely your allowance, per se, of what you spend on is a blue card. So that is what you use 100% of the time. So all of your expenses at the end of the year are on that JetBlue card. Again, getting us to go towards points. But you're also the man you like to pay when we go out to eat and everything. And that is a credit card that gets us wonderful points for every time we go out to eat. It's also a great gas card, too. So every time you get gas, my card that I use for all of my expenses is my Bank of America Rewards card and come Christmas time, that's when we cash in all the gift cards for the gifts for family, friends. Um, I want a new vacuum. Uh, We need to redo a a hallway bathroom like we did a few months ago. We used all those points to get Home Depot gift cards and those two also have different promotions to look at. But all of the expenses on the Bank of America card are mine. All the JetBlue credit card ones are yours. And then we have our combined household bills that are the 50-50. So but there is still some financial independence
0: yeah I, th- of course there is but you, you are becoming a bit of a, a radio or podcast veteran here because you heard what i was saying and then you transitioned perfectly into where i was going so well done katrina i may have 20 years in this business you've got four weeks but that was super okay so all that being said you're right i am the man i do open the door for you i like to be chivalrous i i get a little queasy and embarrassed when we're out to dinner and the reality is it doesn't make a difference whose credit card gets thrown down, whose debit card gets thrown down. Uh, It's coming from the same pot. But you allow me to put down the JetBlue card, so I, you know what, I'm embarrassed if I don't put it down. I I appreciate that. That also means is, yeah, I had to sort of accept the fact that when it comes time for my direct deposit, my direct deposit goes into your account or our account less 10 bucks. $10 goes into my existing account uh, to keep it alive, so to speak. I want to keep it alive for when we have to zell money or money's coming from a different place and it's got to go into something in my name, whatever it may be. There's a purpose for me to have my own checking account. That $10 keeps the account alive so I don't have to pay a fee on it. Everything else goes your way. So even if I wanted to put down my debit card, I can't do that.
1: No, but I still do keep it separate. So I have two checking accounts. One is with a credit card that has helped me have a lower interest rate on both of our vehicles. Yep. So we've saved money there. Appreciate that. Um, and then one of the caveats to getting that lowered interest rate is there has to be a direct deposit paycheck that goes in there. So all of your money goes into that account that you get paid, and all of my money goes into my other bank of account that I get paid so again at the end of the year if I needed to say this is what we've earned it's all in one account that's yours yes I manage it but that's the one account that's also getting us perks for us being able to afford our cars and then I also have another bank account that that's where all of my income goes so that way if there ever needs to be like a gray area or we need to sit down and discuss it heaven forbid we should part ways There's still two separate accounts. I just manage it all.
0: And that's the way I want it to be. I want you to manage it all because you're better at it than I am. And I think in a lot of relationships, it takes, especially, I can tell you from a guy's perspective, it's not easy to say what I just said. Um, But I feel like a lot of times women get pigeonholed into being blamed for the financial irresponsibility. If
1: you said to me, where is all my money going? I could show you in two minutes, no problem with no hidden agenda, you'd be able to see everything that's going.
0: A thousand percent. But again, you know, it took me over 40 years to get to a place where I'd be comfortable letting somebody else or letting a woman, letting my woman, whatever, uh, manage that for me.
1: We also didn't get there until after we got engaged, and it's only been a year that I've been
0: Right. But you've done a great job. Yeah. And I don't want to go back is the point.
1: Right. (laughs) Like,
0: okay, like you're you're giving me like the the vibes here that I'm saying something wrong.
1: No, I'm just saying. From the other perspective, being the two time divorcee who had no idea there was credit cards opened up in my account, getting left on the hook at the divorce table for eighty two thousand dollars on like God knows what that was spent on, who was spent and what it bought. I had no idea those accounts were not.
0: She's not talking about me. No, no, no. Okay.
1: I'm talking about my second ex-husband.
0: I'm saying like, to be Ms. the third. She she literally just said, God forbid, something happens. So you're already planning for this to so, fail. No, I'm
1: just saying it's fun that you need to see, like, where are things going? Like, you have the passwords. You can log in. You can clearly see it. It's clearly defined that this is all of Patrick's stuff. This is all of Katrina's stuff and everything is there there is absolutely no secret to it whatsoever so then if i say we have like no money left because we're paying this bill we're paying that bill we just paid a thousand dollars to braces we weren't expecting three hundred dollars here and i just got a flat tire i can easily pull that up and say we're not going out to eat for the next three weeks until we get back on our in our good regimen
0: and to back that up um in the event that you fear that I'm taking out $82,000 in credit cards in your name, uh, you've got the password to my credit Karma or my credit Sesame or to my Experian, and you see it all.
1: I also have all my accounts paying. So the second anything happens, I get a alert saying.
0: Oh. But the point is, you talk about there being yeah. no secrets on one end. There are no secrets on the other. Oh, absolutely. You you know, for, for the longest time, yes, my credit's gotten better, but it's still nowhere near where yours is, Miss 800. Okay. So the reality is, if I wanted to be an asshole and I was a thief or I wasn't planning to be with you for the long, long term, uh, and I wanted to take out a quarter of a million dollar loan, I could easily do that. I could go online. I could fill it out, put you down as the primary. I would be you, essentially, and I would be the co-borrower and just put my checking account down as the destination for the money to go into, and I just took a quarter of a million dollars from you. I know. You're going to get a ding. You're going to get a ding. Maybe I'll hide your phone. Okay, so you don't get the ding. If it's a quarter of a million dollars, I'm planning this shit out, okay? Like, <laughs> I'm gonna make You're sure.
1: going on my iPad and I'm, getting the text I'm message.
0: I'm gonna make sure that you're not getting the ding, okay? There'll be no, no two factor authentication when it comes to me getting the quarter of a million dollars. The point is, none of that's gonna happen. Um, You know, I was, I'm so, what?
1: But there are protections out there for other people in our of audience. Of course there are. There, there are definitely mm-hmm. things that you can do. So if this sounds crazy, you say I'm never going to do that or I don't know that I can trust a person again. There are things that you can do to get to a healthy place, surviving that, to be able to trust somebody else's finances okay. and to make sure everybody's protected. You
0: want to be vulnerable? Uh, l- l- fine. I can be vulnerable. The, f- the first couple of times after you had been around for a year, two years... 3 years uh post engagement you did it. You know, it's embarrassing when you want to see the credit report and you want to see the good the bad the ugly. And then I've got to sit there and take it and explain why I made these d- disgusting horrible decisions um and, and you know, you can blame some of it on my my mom, some on the ex-wife, and a lot on me.
1: Or like but, and this on an infomercial. Look, cool. But if then we're gonna... paid seventy-nine dollar a month charges. Right.
0: <laughs> but if, if you're going to be with somebody for the long term, you gotta get through that ugly, awkward period to the point now where I want you to log into my credit report. Like I how often am I showing it to you? Uh, it's a
1: bragging right for you now, like how much is improving and how much is getting better.
0: Like so you may be humiliated. It may be embarrassing. It may be a very vulnerable moment for you to have to own up to those things. But once you own up to them and once that there's no potential, I don't want to call them secrets, a lot of times things are so... Old or so stupid, you don't even think about them. They're not front of mind. So you could be like, no, no, I, I'm not doing this. It's stupid. Like, I'm not spending money, m- you know, Monday through Friday. I'm not, I, I'm not, I don't go to the bars. I don't hang out with my friends the way that I used to. I'm not buying hookers and blow. I'm not doing uh, any of that. Like, but it, there's still the reoccurring charge from something you did six years ago that's now it's cost you $9,000 because it's just reoccurring and you're paying it like, like, Right. Any, and
1: you just got to call and cancel.
0: That's it so we did a lot of that there was a lot of calling and canceling but the point is once you do that you get to a better place as a couple and then for all the embarrassment and vulnerability if you're a guy uh, you get to a place six months later where you've forgotten about how shitty you felt because of it, and now it's bragging right. Now it's like, I want to get laid tonight. I'm going to show her that it's up over 700 <laughs> on both TransUnion and Experian, okay? <laughs> like, right. it,
1: and we can go spend 225 on a dinner, and it's okay because it's going to be paid when we get home. It's
0: okay. So you can go from one end of the spectrum to the other very quickly. But I will say this. When it comes to... The things that we're able to do, Trina, and the way that we live, it's very easy to sit here and talk about the big things when it comes to vacation, when it comes to cars and cell phones and all of that. But without the things that you do day to day, none of those big things really matter. And when I say that, there's a certain amount of amazement on the 13-year-old's face. When you come home from the grocery store, and you've got enough food to feed a small army for a month, and your total spend is 112 bucks, it's $86, it's $140, and everybody knows that over the last two years, inflation has gone through the roof. Your ex-husband had a meeting with you, defined inflation meeting, to try to get more money from you, because the cost of food and gas has gone up, so therefore despite the fact that you got divorced 19 years ago uh, and were only <laughs> married for a year, you need to pay him more money. Because
1: eggs and, milk and bread cost more.
0: <laughs> it, it costs more, okay. And, and they cost more for us, too. But you have sort of doubled down on the way that you do things. And without you doubling down on the way that you do things, sure, the points thing still works, and the planning still works, and the the philosophy still works. But once you go on that trip, you need some money in your pocket. You need the ability to have a good time. Otherwise, what's the point? And without what you do Monday, Monday through Friday, you know, 52 weeks out of the year, I'm not sure we can continue to go on these trips and enjoy them the way that we do. So how do you leave the grocery store with $400 worth of food Costing you twenty five percent of that, and that's not once in a while.
1: It's every week.
0: And you're not a wild coupon clipper. You're not like the the chicks on the TLC show, you know, coupon clipping for crazy people. We don't have. Um, shelving set up in the garage with 4,000 bottles of of detergent that we're never going to use.
1: No, but we do have 30 rolls of toilet paper when it's a good sale.
0: And we are going to use those. Yes. Like, (laughs) the point is, like, you don't, you're not that person. You don't have, like, an eBay shop with, with all the stuff that you get at the grocery store. That's not who you are. You just find a way to maximize the sales uh, and when you maximize the sales you're also using the right credit card because that particular month they're running a four times points promotion on grocery shopping and you're like hey look at this receipt it says i saved $372 uh and by the way they had four times points so yeah i got all this food and we just got a free ticket to florida uh, and you do that quite a bit so how do you how do you do that like most people don't do it. You see the people online at the grocery store. You see how much food they get and what they leave with and how much money they spend.
1: Well, I think the number one thing is you need to be open-minded to what you're purchasing. So you're going to purchase milk. You're going to purchase orange juice and and butter and lunch meat and different things. But you can't get the same thing every week and you can't stick to the same brand every week. And you also need to shop around at different stores and figure out, like, if there is, like, for instance, I have, like, these mini Mission Keto-friendly tortillas that are, like, guilt-free to eat, and I can still have, like, my good Italian carb bread thing that I love as the Italian woman that I am. They're awesome. If I buy them at Shaw's, they're close to 5 bucks. If I buy them at Walmart, which is hard to find because they're always sold out, you know, I can get them for, like, $2.89. Two eighty nine, dollars 89 But if I get them at Market Basket, I can get them for $3.49. So I need to know what I need to stock up on these tortillas. It's this specific brand that I absolutely love that I have to make a trip to Market Basket to go and get back. It's going to save me like a $1.50 every time. And that might just sound ridiculous. But I buy a pack a week, sometimes five a month, because the rest of the house is starting to get onto that. But that's like a $6 savings on one item. And that's a big deal. But, like, for instance, I went to the grocery store today. I looked on my app for Shaw's, which is also, like, Star Market. And everybody has, like, their different apps for their different grocery stores where you live across the United States. But whatever's on sale or um, this particular grocery store has, like, if you buy polar water, it's, like, six times, like, the reward points and things like that. And I save the reward points at Shaw's for when we have to go monthly shopping for your mom and we have to restock her. On toilet paper and paper towels and dish soap and 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 and
0: underwear and all that
1: all that type of stuff like all those all that grocery shopping that we need to do anyways for those points I save those points so when you need to go and visit your mom and drop those supplies those supplies end up costing us less than $20 because I'm able to make those rewards go faster or go further Um, but this this week I decided I'm going to go to market basket because we need a heavy fruits and vegetables. And so I only bought fruits and vegetables that were on special or a reasonable price. Like I wanted blueberries so bad, but I got blueberries two weeks ago that were awesome and they were large and they were like three forty nine, dollars and they wanted six ninety nine dollars for them this week. So you know what? We don't have blueberries. And you know, they'll go on sale again and like everything comes every three or four weeks. But then we're also not getting bored by eating the same items all the time. And so I think it's you just need to be smart and then willing to use your food to look up different recipes.
0: But so many people allocate two or three hundred dollars a week for grocery shopping, you know, especially family three, family four, family five. Um, I don't think you allocate that. I think that you allocate
1: I allocate one hundred and twenty-five dollars a week.
0: Yeah, and you're able to feed us and feed us well. And I think another part of that is something that you know is uncomfortable for people because I, I was listening to another podcast and it was about financial stuff. And this guy who's makes good money, makes a hundred thousand dollars a year, but has fifty-seven thousand dollars in debt, is on there. He's got no money in his checking account, and he's paying through the nose every month for everything that that he owes debt-wise. And they're going through his expenses, and, and one of them is. I pay $40 a week uh, for somebody to come mow my lawn. And the guy that is hosting this says, hey, that stops right now. That's crazy. Explain this to me. You're in all this debt. Why are you having somebody else mow your lawn? And and this guy says, because uh, I've got a decent amount of land and a good riding lawnmower is going to cost you know $1,000. And the guy that's hosting it says, no, buy a used one for $500. And the guy says, that's a good idea. I don't have $500, but I can pay $40 a week. We take the same approach or you take the same approach when it comes to things that are on sale that you can freeze. We've got a a freezer in the garage Mm -hmm. and it is always stocked. It's always full. If you couldn't go grocery shopping for a month for six weeks, we may not have all the fruits and veggies and fresh milk that we would like.
1: No, but we can eat all the pasta and meat we want.
0: That's right. Uh, But that's because everyone, the grocery stores don't count on people shopping like that. So, by the way, neither do the, the, the stores like the, the BJ's and the Costco's, they don't expect you to shop like that. And what you do is if you go to BJ's or Costco or whatever Sam's, whatever's in your, your neighborhood where you're listening, you go above and beyond. So you'll buy this huge thing of chicken. And the next step is so important. You come home and then you take a half an hour and you you divvy it up and you put it in and freezer it bags. Bags, yeah. Yep. And then that becomes you know a meal for this week. And then you've got meals in the freezer for the next six months because it happened to be on sale and you don't go there saying I must buy chicken breast you go there looking to see what they have on sale that week
1: right and if it's chicken breast that's on sale if it's hamburger meat that's on sale like that's what I'm buying Um, and then I'll look and say all right so just regular chicken is kind of boring is there a marinade that's on sale and then when I portion it I'm making that marinade what do we have for ingredients in the ingredient then like our makeshift pantry and then i use that and i have that marinated so like when i'm pulling it out like you know we work two jobs each we have a busy schedule i don't make any 30 minutes we
0: well we very well it's my favorite When i'm not a big chicken guy i like it i'll eat it uh generally chicken chicken is like monday to me it, it it's gonna come every week you don't look forward to it it sucks. Uh, some Mondays are better than others, but it's still fucking chicken. Like, I it's just, I can't get excited about it. Except, and this is not healthy, it, it, we don't have it a lot, but I grew up with it. Unless you're making chicken cutlets, you've done a really good mm-hmm. job mirroring my mother's chicken cutlet recipe, and you've, you've made it healthier. Now, long gone is the Crisco, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, use a better oil, and you don't deep fry it the way she did, but you've done a really good job making it taste like hers and healthier. So I get excited for chicken cutlets. But then...
1: But I'm also buying... So when you make the chicken cutlets, they're made with saltines. And I'm buying the dented
0: box of saltines. 50 cents. Yeah. But you're going to exactly. crush them anyway. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so why not buy them that but, way?
0: But then, you, I don't know, last month or two months ago, chicken happened to be on sale at the same time. Ham was on sale. And it's a Monday and you're making chicken cordon blue, And now I'm getting really excited because... I I don't generally have that. It's not something that is an everyday uh, chicken item for me. So you've done a really good job making chicken exciting when you have to. But I, I part of the, the, I guess, the bottom line of this whole thing is people complain all the time about the things that they don't have, the way that they can't live, and how broke they are. But if they used the tools and resources available to them, then they'd be amazed at how much further they could stretch their dollar. We won't keep this going for too much longer. We're already 45 minutes in, Katrina. But you do the same thing in every little aspect of your life. And I'll never forget when we first started dating and then started going you know on little trips together just to like New Hampshire, Maine, and to the outlets and stuff. We'd go and I'd be like... I. I want to buy that shirt, but it's sixty dollars. And put it's on. It's normally one hundred and twenty, and you'd be like, "Honey, just buy it." I'm gonna pop in my phone number. I've got rewards, okay? And then my sixty dollars shirt—it didn't cost. Me. They gave me five dollars back, okay? Like, how do you do that? Because if I had gone to that store without you and I got the shirt fifty percent off, normally one hundred and twenty, I paid sixty. I'd feel pretty good about that. But you magically have. Money, and it's not at one store, not at two stores. You magically have money everywhere, no matter where we go. And yes, it's frustrating sometimes because the full name always comes up on the screen. Sometimes I'm really happy it comes up Katrina Petiri. That's your your birth name, the name your daddy and mommy gave you. That's your freaking name. Sometimes you come up Katrina Ordway. You were married to him for a year. 19 years ago, but many retail establishments in the United States of America still can center you, Katrina Ordway. And then my favorite is Katrina Jordan, okay? That's the most often one that comes up. I don't care. I take advantage of the rewards. It's a kick in the nuts, and then I get the reward, and I'm like, okay, my nuts feel better. That being said, these rewards, so when you go to a store, I I did it today. Uh, They said, are you a rewards member? I said, no. They said, you want to be? I said, I have to. Am I making a mistake? Yes, you are. Okay.
1: So anytime that anyone asks if it's rewards and it's especially free to sign up, they're tracking every time that you go in there. And if you're not going in there, they want to entice you to go in there and give you a coupon. What most people will do is if you get like, Kohl's is big for this. They give you $10 Kohl's cash, right? So you go in and you're like, I'm spending the $10 Kohl's cash. It's 30% off. Like this is all great. And I'm spending $100. Did you really, like, what is it that you needed at Kohl's? So you need to have the willpower to go in and you're buying the one item that you need at Kohl's. So, like, your mom needed a new jacket. So I went in, what jackets are on sale? What jackets qualify for the 30% off Coles coupon? Okay, find those brands. This is her size. This is the color that she wears. This is a jacket that we're going to go and buy and then use a $10 Kohl's off and not get distracted in other things that are there. And then check out, and the winter jacket's $13. Yeah,
0: I'm convinced that Kohl's is brilliant when it comes to Kohl's cash, though, because you can't use it that day. You can't use it the day after. They're bringing you back. But No, but most people do what I do. They get their Kohl's cash along with their receipt. They stuff it in their pocket. They don't think about it. I never thought about Kohl's cash until I met you because you see what I spend on my credit card. I've got a Kohl's card. You're like, honey... You went to Kohl's and spent $60. Where's your Kohl's cash? Like, <laughs> Well,
1: yeah. Well, now you can conveniently add it into your wallet. So your phone is like your tool. You can look all these apps from the stores up. When you sign up for these rewards, they all come into email. So if you know that you're going to go to the outlets and you're going to go shopping next weekend, and that there's you know Banana Republic Factory, Gap Factory, like these places are your favorite to go to, you need to like look and see have they sent out any coupons? What do we have for promotions? Is one of these my favorite store where having a loyalty credit card is beneficial to have some savings? Like I have been a 25-year Gap veteran. The second I turned 18, I got a Gap credit card. I don't use it often. It doesn't have a balance on there. But when I do, like I went shopping for a vacation last week, I spent $18 and had three outfits.
0: It's insane the things you're able to do mm-hmm. and other people see it like your son knows.
1: Oh, and by the way, I got $60 gap cash to go back shopping from when I went before vacation. So,
0: But that, <laughs> those are the things that you're able to do and you capitalize on them yeah. everywhere you go. And every every dollar that you spend gets maximized because you're getting that additional kickback in the back end.
1: Well, I think the biggest thing is people get annoyed about how many spam emails you have. Some of those spam emails can help you save money. I think the second thing is, is when people want something, they want it now. And it's, you know, I I, I want a new mop.
0: A new what? A new mop. Mop. M-O-P. Mop.
1: Mop. Yeah, my mop heads are gross. I need new ones. I don't exactly know where I can go to buy them. But, like, I'll look at it while I'm on the treadmill at the gym tomorrow. I'll figure out the places I can want to get it within the next 30 days and then I'll wait till I see like when it goes on sale and then go ahead and get that like do I need the mops tomorrow nope and a lot of people will buy it right away am I willing to wait 30 days to get them yep so that I can get the right price but that could save me 15 20 dollars if you take that approach or you take the approach of signing up for rewards for the common places that you shop or when you go to go back to school shopping or we're going to go to the outlets, let me pull up and see what I have for coupons. It's $10 here, it's $20 there, it's $30 there, but at the end of the year, that's thousands
0: of dollars. It is. Like, I swear, the last two school years, you've been able to outfit the youngest, Connery, who's now 13. He's in the best shape that he's ever been in. He's getting to the age where it, it matters how he looks, you know, he wants to wear certain clothes, have get his hair cut X amount of times. Like he, it, he cares more now than ever. And that's only going to continue to be a thing as 13 turns to 14, 14 turns to 15. You went through the same thing with your son, Roger. But I swear the last two school years, you've been able to get him a dozen outfits for next to no money.
1: Because he was willing to wait till after Labor Day to go shopping for back
0: to school. And it, is that just because that's when everything is on clearance, plus the, plus your Kohl's cash, plus your rewards or your gap so rewards? like
1: retail shop to have everything purchased and ready to go for back to school for the first day of school, okay? You don't need shiny brand new sneakers to go back to the first day of school. Put them in the wash, have them be clean, let them go through the first week. And once you get past Labor Day... Nobody's going shopping for another six to seven weeks until Christmas starts again. So those stores are desperate to get you in there. They're giving you coupons, their sales, anything that didn't sell through back to school is going to get all marked down the Thursday following Labor Day. And if you get there that Thursday or that Friday morning, you get the best pickings of whatever is on sale and clearance. And, you know, Connor got a $400 North Face winter coat for
0: but I don't think you've spent that because you had $100 in Kohl's cash. And that's that was going to be... If you well, go shopping... I got sa- that
1: one at TJ Maxx and I had $50 gift card from my Bank of America rewards credit card to go shopping.
0: Listen to this, people.
1: And I have a TJ Maxx credit card where we had $60 in rewards that I was saving for back-to-school shopping. So I walked into TJ Maxx with him with $110 in my pocket to spend for clothes. First place we started was the clearance racks, which were full and jam-packed because it was after Labor Day. We went through anything that he could find that he liked that was in clearance first. Then we went to the regular racks. We put together the rest of the stuff and we saved $582 before I even used the $110
0: that I walked in with. It's amazing. And and Uh, And all name brand clothing. We will continue to discuss this in in the coming weeks and months because I I feel like today was a good overview.
1: Well, The moral of the story is, is if you purchase and forward plan for every type of thing that you go to buy, then you're able to afford to go on vacation. And you take that same approach when you go out to eat and when you go on vacation too. And it just becomes a habit and a routine. We didn't spend a ton of money while we were in the Bahamas last week because that's just the way that we think. And that's the way that we operate now. And if you kind of train yourself to get into that headspace, your money goes so
0: much further. I mean, we had dinner reservations. Everybody knows that the restaurants there are expensive. The food isn't top-notch, but they charge you like it is top-notch. We had multiple reservations at multiple places. And without going overboard, I feel like a lot of people would have multiple reservations at multiple places for multiple meals a day we had it for one meal a day for half the time that we were there but what did we have for lunch we had tuna wraps that you would make Uh, you brought the the dollar star kiss kiss
1: pouches and we had tuna and i had packed chips so we we had a kitchenette so i brought stuff to make for that we could travel internationally with that we could put in our checked luggage that was free because we booked on my JetBlue card, and so bags fly free. And,
0: and you got rewards dollars for them that which will go towards the next trip.
1: You got it. Um, we are like 8,000 points away from getting one ticket to go to St. Thomas next
0: year. Um, That's our honeymoon, guys.
1: Yeah, so like yep. we've been saving to get to the honeymoon. But we packed breakfast and lunch, and we packed some poolside snacks, um, and all that stuff was bought with coupons in different ways that I purchased. We packed coffee. Just think of how much money... You spend every day on vacation just on coffee, whereas if you travel with coffee, just how much of a savings that is. Um, But when I did make the dinner reservations, I looked and like I looked at the wine list ahead of time. I looked at the drink menu. I know what we like to eat. Kind of went into going into each restaurant, having an idea of what we might be interested in ordering or kind of an idea of what we might be spending. So nothing was ever a ticket sticker
0: shock no no sticker shock eh? and we didn't come home with regret nor did we come home with a credit card bill that's going to take us two years to pay off
1: well i also did the research on where was the liquor store where was the grocery store because we love our cheese you can't travel with cheese we want bananas in the morning so like where's the grocery store to be able to get that where's the liquor store because we are going to want drinks by the pool and we're going to pay 15 bucks a margarita Or am I going to use my old bartending skills and mix up the margaritas of walking around with our Yetis with full of margarita?
0: So you can have the vacation of your dreams and you can have multiple vacations of your dreams every single year for the rest of your life. And you can do it in a way where you're not coming back from that vacation with enough credit card debt that's going to saddle you for years. We are reluctant to book the next vacation. Before we go, we are talking vacation We are talking about, (laughs) and I think people are getting a general vibe about who we are. We're easy to get along with. There's a good yin and yang between us. And
1: we're friendly. Like
0: we're not ugly, but we're not supermodels either. Like, but there's something about us that people tend to gravitate to. And when I say people, I mean like the craziest people of them all. And it, It was funny when it was once. It was humorous when it was twice. But everywhere we go, people want to have sex with us.
1: Uh We, We have other couples hit on us like crazy. And when we were at the airport yesterday, coming home from the Bahamas, we were sitting next to a couple from New York that all on hit on us like crazy town. Couldn't wait for them to have to go and get on their flight, just trying to be polite enough not to engage any further because he was so drunk. And we learned he had a restraining order. So God knows what this guy is going to do. Like, let's just get through the moment, right?
0: They thought we were their new best friends.
1: Oh, good grief. So then we get rid of them. We're like, okay, like, we're good. And this other couple runs over to go and sit next to them.
0: They were sitting behind us at a at a two-person high top. So we're sitting at the bar. There's you know, three two-person high tops behind us. They were sitting at one, already eating, drinking, had been there for a while. We didn't really notice them, but I knew that they were there. Um, and the moment that these two that originally were all over us. That yeah, we turned down. We turned down. These two said, you know what? They're more, they were more their speed. So they came, they, they just got up and like, I never saw two people. And the woman, she wasn't thin, but I've never seen somebody move so quickly. She like, like right lightning right there. And they played the game where they listened to everything the previous couple did. So they came over almost like if you ever watched To Catch a Predator uh, with Chris Hansen. Great show, <laughs> by the way. A lot of times these predators will be talking to a 13-year-old, like, what are you doing in here? There's a lot of creeps in here. Uh, You shouldn't be here. And then they groom the predator and eventually earn their trust and and swoop in for the 13-year-old. Well, these guys came over shocked and chagrined at the way that these people were talking and behaving. And, you know, we would never do those things. And, you know, back in my day... I used to party, but I'm still cocaine friendly. I'll never forget that line.
1: Cocaine friendly, but you know what? We're in California. We heard you guys were in Boston. Like, should we do a house swap? Do you want to come visit? Do you, and,
0: and then she's like, you can sit at the end of my bed and see where it goes. Like,
1: and I'm like, you can sit next to me for like seven minutes, lady.
0: Back to back couples, one bar on the way home from the Bahamas, and there is more stories to come. It is so many. It's
1: not the first time we've been hit on as a couple, but apparently, like, we're so in sync that, like, we give off a thing. I don't know.
0: Yeah, but that's a whole
1: new level of getting hit on.
0: And that thing that we give off, I I appreciate. I, I don't mind it when people look at my fiance and think that she's hot because it makes me feel good. That doesn't mean that there's an open invitation. And apparently, I don't know if I'm the guy just coming along for the ride and they invite me because... Uh, they feel like uh, they have to.
1: Is there a certain thing that happens when you're a couple over 40 that now is like this full level that you're supposed to be in to shake things up that like, we miss the memo on? I
0: don't want to shake anything up. No,
1: neither do you want.
0: It is not, like, sh- There's no shake.
1: No, I think it's just it's, it's, it's a whole different level of something that we get to laugh and talk about. But it, it's one thing. It, it's not the first time we've been hit on by a couple, but it's the first time we've been hit on a couple Back to back and at an airport.
0: Yeah. And, you know, to get invited to fly to California to do coke and get drunk and hang out with these people.
1: In I my mean, country. And, and
0: she was like, she was like, we've got what's what, not called a bar. What, 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 what's in her bedroom what was it called? It's
1: it's a rolling bar. She uh, had yeah. the bar on wheels.
0: In her bedroom. So yeah, I'm imagining a glass plate full of blow, all the booze, and this woman who you don't want to see naked, but probably naked in the end of the bed saying, come here, big boy. It was just hilarious. And by the time they left, Katrina and I look at each other. Like, we need to get the fuck out of the Bahamas right <laughs> now. And we had to get out. It um, It was uncomfortable. Flattering, funny, the whole thing. But they probably spent 10 times the money that we did while on the same vacation.
1: She was storing luggage at another airport. She has to travel with that many (laughs) shoes.
0: That'll do it for week five with Chat with Cat and Pat. My name is Patrick Gilroy. Her name is Katrina Bateri. We'll be back on time, on plan, and on schedule next week. Until then, make sure you rate subscribe, do all of that good stuff. Give us thumbs up. Av- available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Tell your friends. Do all that stuff. We'll talk to you guys in one week's time. Thanks for listening.
1: can buy me love Love can buy me love I'll buy you a diamond ring, my friend If I makes you feel alright I'll get you then my friend if it makes you feel alright